1: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by Points bet Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets. Up to $2,000 from Studio B, Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo. A nice afternoon off day for the Cubs as they get ready to take on the Rockies. And if you are watching on YouTube and you saw the header for the podcast, people are panicking. <laughs> There's pure panic. Maybe that's clickbait. Maybe it's not clickbait. But we're going to tell you what the Sox CHGO team just proposed to us as we were hanging out watching a little baseball this afternoon. Um, you want to get right to it? Because we could start with the race to 63.
2: We start with the positive first?
1: The race to 63? Yeah,
2: that's the positive. Yeah,
1: Two away? Yeah. Closing in on 63. Cody did say next week. Next week would be 63. 19 games to go. Mm-hmm. I, I did not think that the Cubs were going
2: to sweep <laughs> the Mets, though. Uh, that was... Uh, that was a surprise. That was something. Shocking. And oh, yeah. I don't... Again, I don't want to be the <laughs> the director of buzzkill that Luke is, but I think that series is all... Self-proclaimed
1: more, director of buzzkill. Yeah,
2: I don't want to be the guy... I don't want to be Luke, but I do think that that series was more about the Mets than it was the Cubs. But Agreed. at the same time, I'll give the Cubs credit. And I think the most impressive of that series for the Cubs was definitely beating DeGrom and how they manufactured runs that day. Um, and and that's what you have to do against pitchers like that. And, again, all the credit to them. I, I just, man, if, if there's anything that it does make me think about is all those games the Cubs played in 2018, 2019, against teams that they supposed to beat, and it led to them – in 2018, not one in division, and it led to them missing the playoffs in 2019. Like that's what the Mets did. Like they that that's what they did the most to me in that series. It just remind me of all the times the Cubs just
1: didn't take advantage of opportunities. Starting pitching, right? Who was it? Was Asad, Sampson, Smiley, and Smiley? Well, Smiley went. The <laughs> you sh- had those three guys at the beginning of the season sweeping the Mets in a in a <laughs> September series. Congratulations well, Smiley, congratulations! Had the
0: shortest, uh, shortest start of the three. Yeah. Right, five innings yesterday?
1: Aren't Yeah, and aren't yeah. they still, like, in the top two or three for ERA since the All-Star break? The Cubs?
0: Say that again? In the top four. Cubs
1: have won in the, like, top five ERA mm-hmm. since the yeah. All-Star break. Yep. And they're doing it with guys like Assad, Samson, and Smiley coming back.
0: And, and that's, like, one of the, the things that really has tanked the Cubs season, like, as bad as they've been. And what are they still, tw- like, 20 games under five hundred, or something like that? Yeah. Um. As bad as they've been, a lot of it has to do with just the they didn't ha- they didn't build the starting pitching depth in the first place. So then once the injuries you know took took their toll on the starting rotation, that there was no recovery, and that's no. why the first half of the season, like the this the offense was you know maybe middle of the pack. The bullpen was lights out, but the starting pitching just never never consistently kept them in games, and that's why the record. Was I mean? Well, they were like in May or June already. Twenty games under five hundred. Like yeah. they've managed to stay at the that C.R.A.s level. without Kyle yeah. Hendricks. Exactly without Kyle Hendricks. I mean, it's like it's Strowman being healthy and, and pitching well. I mean, he had one one or two bad starts in the last month or so. Um, like he's pitching well. Drew Smiley's been lights out since coming back from his oblique strain for the most part. Justin Steele before his injury was Samson. like the best. Yeah. Samson's been good, but Steve was like the best, one of the yeah. best pitchers in baseball since like um, the trade deadline of the, the, all, star break, whatever it was. Um, Keegan had had a lot more success as a, a reliever than he did when he moved to the rotation. Um, but he did have some bright spots in that too. So it bit, but it's been like guys like Samson coming in and we talk about it every time coming in and giving you five innings, keeping you in games and then letting, you know, the bullpen try to hold the rest and letting the offense, give it the offense a chance to get going. Um, Assad's pitched well since coming up. I don't. I don't know if he's like a rotation piece on a competitive Cubs team, but he's at the. I mean, at the very at the very least, he's looking like pitching depth that can come in and 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 join the rotation for a spell while the guys in the IL and at least keep things afloat and not let you know not, not let anything fall off the cliff after the fifth start. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't know. It's it, 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 the struggles this whole season, and, like, I know Ross has talked about it before and how important defense and starting pitching has uh, ha, are. Um, and, I mean, you saw it when, like, guys like Jonathan Villar were, were playing every day on the infield and the defense just wasn't there. That name should never be spoken again on this podcast. <laughs> and, Andy and Simmons. The, and the starting pitching just wasn't, wasn't you know, at the level they needed to be to make this team. Where we've said all along that a lot of things needed to go right for them to be competitive this Everything. year. Everything. Needed yeah, to go yeah, right pretty almost, much. right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> and when one of the things not going right is you're starting pitching, hell no, you're not going to compete. Like right. That's the whole thing. Like, that's how important starting pitching is today. Um, but you've seen it since, what did you say, since the All-Star break, one of the I better ERAs. The break, and it's yeah. like the, the, there's been more consistency, more health in the rotation. That's I mean, that's what they've needed the whole season. They just didn't have that for the majority of the year.
1: By the way, Shane, thanks for joining. Uh, new member of allchgo.com. Speaking of Shane, can, okay. I got to get the John Deere thing set up for him. Yeah. Got to get him some swag. Shane, so he can...
2: I, I, I can't believe I forgot to tell you guys about this. Shane was in my DMs the other night. And he's a season ticket holder for the Cubs. Awesome. And they're do the Cubs are doing, they do this every year, I assume, very last weekend of September. They're doing season ticket holder, like family day or whatever. Yeah. Shane can't go. And he was just, he just told me that, hey, if like you want to give these away or, or whatever, like I'll give them to you. And I was like, I might just go. And he gave, <laughs> he gave me four tickets to this thing. And I was thinking that, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I think it'd be cool if A we, like, family we if, day? yeah. Like if like apparently like the thing he sent me, has information. Like you get to play catch it on Wrigley field. Like, oh yeah. Oh, stuff like that. that. Yeah, play like, like I don't outfield. know what it is. But I thought maybe it'd be fun if like... It's the
1: last last home like, game or the last Sunday? No, it's,
2: it's the last Saturday or Sunday. It's yeah. like September 24th. The Cubs are on the road, uh, but they'll have like... From what he sent me, There, you get to do all what it's I a just Sunday. Said. No, it's a Saturday. Okay, it's a Saturday. Yeah. Saturday from like 1 to 4. Okay. And like you get to... Like I said, you get to hang out on the field. And I, I don't know anything else, but like...
1: I've seen pictures of it. That is pretty was,
2: I was... Cool. I was what I'm getting at is like I was thinking, you know, if, if if we have, if all of us here have free time on that Saturday, you know, it'd be cool to go check it out or something like that. Aaron you know? said
0: it's uh, he's been there. It's for the kids to play on the field and walk around the dugouts. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, so. I, I don't but know. it
1: could be the kid in in you. Maybe
2: I know. I, I, you <laughs> know, <laughs> I, child, I've, yeah. I've I've I've, no, I've I've been in the dugout, the home dugout, at Wrigley one time because I did like a tour with my mom, but like yeah. I I don't know what it was. You're giving me, four but the th- new
1: dugout or the old dugout?
2: It was new. Oh okay. It was like 2018 when me and my mom did that. But like I don't know. It's again. It was it was a weird scenario that happened. I was like, I mean, if you're gonna give me free tickets, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, i I might go, I'll, or I'll just give them to someone. So you know, whatever.
1: Aaron's great. <laughs> I went in 2011, talked to Crane, told him they should get rid of Hendry. He laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, then oh, we yeah. should go, and we can we can tell uh, Tom to sell, <laughs> <laughs> or just tell Tom to, to spend money. Spend, hey, Tom, go. spend man! Oh, screaming cool. about it into a microphone for 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 years. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, what is the date on it? I want to say it's September 24th. It's a Saturday from like one yeah, to four.
0: Be, that's a, uh, that's next Saturday. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. next Saturday.
2: Yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, I, again, I'm not putting pressure on you guys here to decide. In front of everyone, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, I
1: did. I'm. I would. I was interested in it till I realized my wife's birthday is that weekend. Okay. Just take her to Wrigley Field. Yeah, she's not as excited about that as I would be. Like okay. catch with the baby. Yeah. 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 yeah you take the little guy. Oh, yeah. He'd embrace every bit of it. Just <laughs> let him loose on the outfield. Just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. His new thing is he's training for to be on, on the Bears. Mm. He takes his high chair. And he's able to walk enough, and he now pushes it like a football sled
0: oh, nice. around
1: the kitchen island. Oh, okay. It's getting strong. There you go. We might have a Bears player on our hands. You be the first football player in the family.
2: Be the second one from uh, Arlington Heights. That's right. Well, if he <laughs> doesn't
1: if he doesn't make the Bears, he could. he's not playing football. Well, if
0: he doesn't play, if he doesn't make the Bears, he could you know join the CHS softball team. Well, that's right I was hand. saying
1: that earlier today. We need more Corey Wootens next year. <laughs> um. So, 19 games to go, right? And the Mm. next series up is the Rockies. The Rockies have 62 wins. The Cubs, 61 wins. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. The way the draft works now is the top six go... The worst six go in a lottery, right? Worst six records are in a lottery for the number one pick. Is that right? Because... The, the no, worst six teams uh, are are Nationals, A's, Tigers, Pirates, Reds, Miami, Kansas City. The Cubs are not going to be one of the worst six records.
0: No, it's... it's. I thought it was just all teams that didn't make the playoffs. It's all teams that don't make the playoffs, a lottery for the top six but, but your
1: odds are the highest.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's weird. Like, I, I remember, I, like, I keep reading it on the NBA draft lottery. It's kind of, like, similar. Yeah. And it's
1: like... So you don't make the playoffs, you're in the lottery, but if... But it's for the top six spots, and yeah. after that, then it just slots well, down for th- regular. I think only oh, okay. six
0: balls are drawn. I think I think the whole thing is that so every team has like so. This is how the NBA right, right. lottery works. Yeah, six.
1: Works. So it's the first six picks.
0: Yeah, but it's like, but every team is in the lottery
1: that doesn't make the playoffs. That make a playoffs. So yeah. the Cubs will be in it, but they will, you know, Brian's saying they might finish with seventy. Yeah, because- My point is, do you for a couple percentage points? At what point would you just say? Eh, as long as the performances are good individually against the Rockies, I don't need to see him beat the Rockies. It's one game different. I'm, I are, are you willing to? Sometimes you got to sacrifice the win, Cody. As I say, I just don't No, because the draft is such a roll of the dice. Yeah, it's such, I don't think it's, it matters. And like, I've been and I've said that before.
2: I, I'm going to stick with my guts there and just say that. I, I, I mean. I guess in losses, we've seen young guys look good or whatever, and it gives us some hope. But, like, I don't know. I, I think having that mentality of just trying to lose games is not – like, the, the Cubs won't do that anyway, but, like, just having that mentality is just not healthy, in my opinion.
0: I also – I just think that, like you, like you said, the draft is so hit or miss and up in there, and these guys aren't going to be up for a few years anyway. Right. That it's like if you're getting the – Eighth pick instead of a seventh pick, like what's is it really a huge difference? Is it going to affect you that much now? Probably not going to affect you for a few for a few years down the line. And you hope at that point that you yeah. have all, you have all the 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 players, whether it's got, have already come up through your system or that you get them for agency. That yeah. the eighth overall pick in twenty twenty two is not. I, it's a, definitely not healthy. It,
1: it's definitely not healthy for the team to think that way. No. And right, I just yeah. wondering if it's healthy for me to think that way. Yeah, and
2: I know that. No, I don't think it's not healthy for you to think that way. I just, I'm saying more so from the team perspective. But well, I, I get why fans want the want to just lose out to get the best pick. I, I, totally get that. But at the same time, like, I don't think it's going to change anything with the Cubs going into the off season. That's why I'd rather them rather see them try and if they can win some of these games and finish, you know, with. 65, 67 wins, whatever. Like, fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I just like, I, I just don't like watch losing, man. Like, I, just, <laughs> I, I think that's the main thing. Is like, I just don't like we watching picked, losing. Long
1: term, picked a tough franchise for that. You're right. There's you're been, definitely you're, you've seen. Right. The, I shouldn't yeah, have yeah, seen yeah, the I shouldn't, this, <laughs> I shouldn't have chosen any team in this freaking city.
2: To, to be honest with you, but no. you know, I, I, I am who I am, and it is what it is. I, I you get what I'm saying though, like. I don't know. I I think – I and part of me thinks fans that sh, that just wish, wish teams to, to just lose so they can get a better draft pick. I just think that karma will come back on those teams that actually try and do that. You know what I mean? So there have been I, times I've been before.
0: I, it. I also know that, you know, David Ross has talked about he wants to win every game. Like, that's his job. And the more wins he puts on a certain record is better for him. Yes. Also, he's not going out there trying to. He's not going out there trying to tank. If like no, and the, in the players season, aren't either. No, yeah, should, and
1: if, none of them should. The whole thing
0: is that there's just the, the roster's not good enough to be competitive, in even maybe even in a, in, in, in the best case scenario, aren't competing for a playoff spot. Anyway, it's just not. It's not in their DNA. They're not going to go out there trying to lose games. And I, I, I personally wouldn't enjoy that. I don't want to see. A team going out there trying to lose a a baseball game. I'm saying more from a fan's
1: perspective. Would you be okay if they went and lost a lot of games here? No. No, no. No, you want to see the wins, even though they don't mean anything. Yes. Okay. I think
2: think it's good for culture, trying to build something here.
1: I buy that. I buy the the flip side of that. I I think I could see it either way. I'm not mad if people are like, well, that's a meaningless game against the Rockies. If Strowman pitches well or whoever it might be, and they lose a close game. That's okay too. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, let's get to what I think could be the meat of this podcast. We we kind of got a loose schedule here. The <laughs> CHGO Sox guys. We were we had green Green Ridge Farm, hot dogs and hamburgers over there for lunch on the them. new Weber grill out on the deck here in the West Loop, and the discussion came about because I've been pitching them Cubs Sox deals the entire season. They didn't yeah, want Patrick Wisdom and Ian Happ for Yawn Mankata. <laughs> That's their problem. Uh, and I had some <laughs> other deals I made. They didn't like any of them. Now they've come back with us, because they're already thinking off season, Yep. which is probably smart. Uh, they're going to have to make some trades, the Sox. They, they can't come back with the same group. They suggested to us, Aloy Jimenez coming back to the Cubs with Lueri Garcia attached at the hip. <laughs> and they want this is I think this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. They want Nico Horner. I I want to be on the record here. That, in my opinion, no, no way. No, no in, shot. Just, and with, then I'm, I responded, I responded to them. I don't want Tim Anderson for Nico Horner. That's how much I believe in Nico going forward. <laughs> and to which, then they just kind of chuckle and they're like, "Wow, wow." wow. And I was like, "Eloy Jimenez cannot stay healthy. You could only play him as a DH." I'm not saying he can't hit. Am I the am I the only one that thinks that's that's no, the Ryan's dumbest trade? No,
0: I I Ryan's with you on you. that one. I wouldn't I wouldn't do a Nico for Eloy. So I. have Definitely wouldn't do it. Then Nico they added in Larry Garcia swap, but a one for one Nico and Eloy swap. I, I don't see. I don't see how Eloy <laughs>
1: Lucas. Those guys must have been smoking instead of grilling.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't get how Eloy and as good of a hitter as he is. Yeah, when he's healthy, the health plays a huge factor. The fact that he's not like a great fielder plays a factor. The fact that I don't think to try to preserve his health, he should hit the field. No, which he needs he, to was, accept that yeah, fact. which means he's only going to be a DH. Which okay, yes. that the National League has that now. Like that's a spot they could put yeah. it. But then when you take into account Nico's defensive versatility and the fact that Eloy doesn't have that, and the fact that if he's going to be your your full time DH, just only DH, yes, that means you pretty much lose any a good a good portion of lineup flexibility by being able to plug guys into designated hitter when they need a spell from the field or you want to get a guy's bat in lineup for a si- certain situation like s- s- weird scenario Wilson Contreras comes back next year if we, if Eloy's the all-time DH Wilson can't DH anymore. Well, like what about Fran Franmill? Fra- Franmill too. Franmill
1: may maybe go. I mean, you forget mill Not that I wouldn't take Eloy over mill as a DH. Yeah. I would, but it, not at the cost of Nico Horner. Now, if you want to say yeah. In my eyes, let's see who would be a better option than that. I would also say with I don't know who I don't know who I'd substitute for Nico Horner, but Nico's like the one guy. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be Steele and it wouldn't be Nico.
0: What do you, what do you mean?
1: Of guys going a trade. if you want to if the Sox want to trade Aloy Jimenez because they need to mix it up, and you want to say okay he's a great th for the Cubs I'm okay with that part of it, yeah. but I wouldn't give up. The best all around player in my franchise with a huge upside.
0: And I also. At shortstop. And me and Cody were talking about it earlier that with the shifts going away and just, you know, defend, defense is going to be even more at a premium based on who. Uh, middle infielders that are athletic, that can make plays in the holes without obviously, like a second baseman without obviously a shortstop backing him up. Nico, that, that, that takes Nico's defensive versatility and defensive value even higher.
1: Yeah, so Naren says yeah. I'd give him wisdom. I tried to give him wisdom. They <laughs> said no. To me, think think back to it was Cease and Aloy for Quintana, okay? I you know you you'd have to almost give me Cease back. Cease has only done it one year. A, a year ago, you would have told me Giolito was the clear cut ace of that staff.
0: Probably, but I. We- I think everyone knew last year Cease was rising, and
1: he's. I, a, I, he's I agree May with he the Cy Young this year. I wouldn't trade Nico for Cease. One guy I, plays I, every I, day at the most. I think one lose guy me plays. There. One guy plays every day at the most important position on the field. The other guy pitches every so, five days. I think you lose me on that one. Is I, is I, the. I, I, Shoei, I, know the it, but I know I wouldn't do it. It's Not horse. that
0: I completely disagree. It's just that I don't. I'm, I'm more on the fence, and I don't. I'm not fully into what you're saying. I I, I would have to like look but, at that.
1: Moment. Now, Cody, you you would almost am I wrong in stating that you would just you f- would consider the Eloy back to the Cubs for Nico? <laughs> and remember, Brendan Miller will hear this podcast. <laughs> yeah, he won't be happy about all that.
2: Listen, man, Eloy Jimenez is, is one of the best hitters in the American League. Now, am I saying that I would do L- Lurie Garcia and? <laughs> Eloy Jimenez for Nico Horner straight up. If you're talking to me in a bar and I've had a few beers, you might talk me into it. All right. You might actually talk me into it because you look at this guy's numbers. I know that he can't stay healthy. He's still only 25. You know how old Nico Horner is? 25. You know, you know how the Cubs are good. Like I'm, the way that I was thinking about it when we were out there, we're talking about a franchise that is rumored to go get you yourself, get, go get you a shortstop in free agency, whether that's career or whatever you go sign one of those guys. And if you and if you wanted to to really get some power back, get get a power bat for cheap unlike compared to what Aaron Judge would cost. That to me that's that's how I thought about it in my head is like you if you're going to actually trade Nico, then you will sign one of those premier shortstops in yeah, free agency. That's the whole point. And then and yeah, then there's you there's no guarantee
1: and, you get him. Okay, you're saying let's say they sign Correa. Mhm after they've signed Correa, you're saying, well, then it would be more likely that you'd be willing to do it. Sure. Because you don't want to do it before, because if you don't get Correa, then you're sitting there with a bag of popcorn.
0: Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I think the more I think about it... I just find it funny that that you
2: guys are just like, no, like, what are you smoking type thing? Because, like, this guy can hit. I
1: understand he's had the injury problems, but, like, again, he's only 25. But those injury problems, I feel, are not going away for him because... He gets hurt when he swings. He gets hurt when he runs into the wall. He gets hurt when he he gets hurt doing anything. Like they first of all, whatever team has him, you have to convince him one hundred percent. Well, last you are a year, DH. last year, everyone he doesn't
2: want to. He doesn't at, want a DH. Last year, everyone was saying that Nico Horner was injury prone. Though I know that was wrong. Yeah, who who's I mean, to I know say, was wrong at twenty five
1: years old? At twenty five years old, who's to say that Oloy oh, can't?
2: Finally, find a way to stay healthy.
1: You agree? He's a hundred percent a DH. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, I'm not in. I'm not a DH for a shortstop. No. I'm just. Yeah. I, to me,
2: it's yeah, it's not just like
1: way. you're smoking something if you think that trade's bad.
2: I'll, Lur, Lurie Garcia is definitely the throw-in. It's like an infielder to come back because you don't ride right away. You don't have a shortstop right away, right?
1: I, he would I got just. One. You know, he where, would be
2: depth and. Deloitte would be your power bat you put in the middle of the lineup to go with whatever free agent shortstop that you sign and whoever else you sign to go with the other young court. Now, all the other intangibles, Nico becoming like a leader in the clubhouse, all this, like, I'm I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about just player baseball stats on fan graphs, and that's it. Because that's how front offices look at it, in my opinion. So, I, just, I also find it funny that... Like the line for Nico, it's like if it's for Otani, and that's it. That's what it feels like. No, no, no. no most people are sorry,
1: some people are saying, like, no, Otani, I wouldn't trade. This guy's got no, Otani, 156 I would trade six Nico oh, related runs created this year.
2: I understand. Yes, he's only, he's got 263 play appearances. No, most Usually by now, most players have 400. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he missed like a whole month and a half or two, whatever. May and June. I get it. I get that.
0: He's not, he, he may get to half like, like he he'll, he'll probably get to half games. It was like, play a half a season
1: this year. There's I mean, a there's a reason, Herb and those guys. The first name when they're thinking trade because this yeah. is what the Sox are thinking. The first guy they'd think about trading is Aloy if they break up that team, not anybody else. Like it's because he can't stay on the field. He can only. They're not they're not offering L- Luis Robert yet. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'd think more about it if it was Luis Robert and well yeah. Luis Robert is a five-tool player. When he hits his peak, he will.
2: I mean, in my I, opinion, I he's could, already I could he's in route to it. He's a, he has the speed. He plays really good defense in, a, in the outfield, and he has insane power. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a but better, they ain't going to trade him better, though.
1: That's a better conversation. The reason yeah. they're, that they're going to try and All, they're they're done with Aloy over there, even though he has really kind of carried them offensively. He's been excellent to this, offensively. You
0: know, yeah, yeah, I mean, he is a great hitter when he's healthy. Yes. And yeah, you could bring up Nico last year, but this year was healthy for pretty much. I mean, what the running into an umpire was a freak injury like that's that's nothing. And then this this tricep one, he he may not even go on the IL for it. So it was like a few like a, you know, bumps and bruises. Robert's got a few days. He's I mean, I think that, I think a full year of of Nico being healthy pretty much, um, or just not succumbing to injuries that I don't know like the injuries that happened this year without running into an umpire. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't die for that ball. He's probably playing the entire season. So I think a full year, a full clean year of health for Nico is a little more indicative that he's probably not injury prone. Whereas Eloy has been hurt for large chunks of the last two seasons. both like both with pretty significant injuries that weren't just sort of like crazy
1: ones ripping his pack.
0: Like, yeah, it wasn't just like freak freak accents. And, and, Again, we go back to like I don't think if he if he's going to be healthy for a full season or just the rest of his career,
1: he probably shouldn't play the field. No. Like I I agree with Jack. Nico for Luis is a different conversation.
2: I don't think the White Sox are
1: considering that. So no, I don't I don't think they're ready to go that way yet either. I don't know. I get I understand where you guys are coming from.
2: But I just think there's plenty of value left in Elo Jimenez who's only going to be He's get, He's an age twenty five season right now. Nico will be; they'll both be an age twenty six season next year. You're, you're get you you get, Aloy back on a really nice contract that he, that the White Sox extended him on.
0: He's also making a lot more money than Nico is over the next. Yeah, it's four it's a
2: long term as he should. He's the he's he's the power hitter. He, he's freaking like I just said, one of the best hitters in the American League. They extended him like. What, after 2020 or whatever it was? They
0: extended him in like
2: 19. Whatever Uh, it was. They even debuted debuted him, right? Yeah, actually, they might have extended him the moment he debuted, honestly.
1: I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think of what Cubs players I would be willing to give up for Eloy, the DH, back on the North side. Because I do think almost 100% they trade him this offseason. He's by far the most likely guy to be traded. Moncada's on that list, too. Yeah. And I've already offered him. Wisdom and Hap. Yeah. Oh my
0: god. They, they said no.
1: Uh, for Aloy they I probably just... want another pitcher. What if they said Keegan Thompson and a prospect because they don't have prospects but they're trying to win now, so maybe they want mm-hmm. What if they said to you we want Stroman
2: for Aloy? F- they going to fire uh, they going to fire TLR first? Stroman for Aloy. Stroman for
1: Aloy. <laughs> That's a deal I consider. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: a deal I consider because he's not like. Now that he's not good right now, he's not going to help you compete next year. But he's also, I think, he has an opt out after next yeah, year. Yeah, and of he's his just contract. not. He's not necessarily
1: he's, in the target window. Like you could go yeah. sign other free agent pitchers. We know that's the biggest yeah. part of them competing next year. But Alloy at DH would be nice. I, I would. Yeah, I'm not against just, getting Alloy. No, I'm managed. not either. Like, but uh, he's got. There are enough. Negatives to go with his positive as a great hitter that it's I'm red saying flags. a lot of red flags. I don't know. Strowman. Uh, Lucas says we wouldn't do Strowman dirty like that.
0: No, I don't think the Cubs would do that.
1: Thompson no. and Morrell. Jack says I do it. Uh, that I would do. Yeah. And again, do you, do you think that gets him though? I don't, I don't think the Sox do that because the Sox want guys that they know will help them win next year. And while Morell and Thompson have had good seasons, I don't know if that pushes them over to the top as a World Series team. And they're trying to make a move. They're going to try and make moves this offseason that somehow yeah. catapult them <laughs> to... Well, we said that this last yeah, season. I, they didn't do it. Right, so, right. Who knows? Anyways, I personally think that was the craziest trade I've ever heard proposed. Obviously, it's not totally out of the realm of possibilities because Cody's partially in on it.
0: Yeah, just get Cody...
1: Partially, Go meet yeah. up with
0: Cody at, uh, at Murphy's. Give him a couple drinks and and I just think that everyone
2: is like, oh, he's injury prone. Like, yeah, I get he's had injuries, but it doesn't take long to not be injury prone. Because again, last year, Nico Horner was everyone said he was injury prone, and now everyone thinks he has no injury problems at all. And Aloy (laughs) in his rookie season 31 homers, 504 plate appearances like he he played. That entire year in 2019. So yeah, the, then even 2020 he played 55 games. There were 60 of them. All right? So he played two full seasons. So last year honestly is like the first full year where he had it, he had injury problems. Like know, major injury problems. You can't
0: problems. call 2020 a full season.
2: But he ma- he played the entire season <laughs> yeah, he though. He played the entirety of 55 games. Would so they did de- deep- uh, he, they no, he they don't even third. have 162 games yes, to play, but he, Ryan. But, he, but you can't say he wouldn't have gotten injured or anything that year. Well, you can't say he's injury prone and said that, that, that he's been hurt the last Why few years. When say, it's not, only I'm been not, one year. I'm
0: not even using that year to say he's injury prone. You are Someone so in here said no it's no been the last
2: couple years he's been hurt. It's literally been one year. This year
0: and last year.
2: Last couple years. That does not include this year. That does include this year. Well, say it better next time. Oh, it's the last couple years. I, that's not how. That's not how I interpret it. I'm just going interpreting I, it. I would not way. make
1: that trade. End of discussion. All
2: right. Well, I'll, Cody. That Cody, said, Cody I wouldn't consider. trade Nico. Or I, I, I could find a way to not trade Nico to get Shohei Ohtani. So there, I flipped it.
1: Well, I would much rather have Shohei Ohtani. If I had to trade Nico, I'd rather have Shohei Ohtani <laughs> yeah. as the. I would too. Yes. I would than, too. Than I'm
2: Deloitte
1: just saying right? that
2: there, there is a difference with those two guys too, because. Aloy is younger, and he has more years of control. And that, in that way, it makes more sense to to move a guy like Nico in my eyes, unlike Otani, who has one year left, and has injury problems too.
1: I take Otani,
2: but not recently. Anybody. So I, I don't know. We can't. We let's not go down the Otani. No, we're right not going now. down. It's like two straight. What shows I want to tell
1: you <laughs> about is uh, my belly feels good because I had some Green Ridge Farm today. A Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better. All-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, happy hours, school lunches, or work lunches. All-natural meat sticks. Hardwood smoked for eight hours with 16 grams of protein per stick. Make a perfect post-workout snack. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, flavors like jalapeno cheddar, and spicy chili. If you haven't tried them, you don't know what you're missing. Man, they're delicious because they are made from recipes, generations in the, in the making. And being all natural, they deliver fresh and flavorful alternatives at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or your local Chicagoland grocery store. Right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, those meat sticks will be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. And where do you want to take them? You want to take them to the ballpark? or Soldier Field, in your car, whatever, and Game Time Ticket is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows. You, know, you ever dreamed about sitting somewhere you thought you couldn't sit, you couldn't afford it maybe, 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert? That's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you thought you never could buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Cubs tickets or Bears tickets created by the fans for the fans. Guaranteed lowest price. If you love CHGO, you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description for the podcast. Join over 15 million who have downloaded the game time app and scored the best seats to all of your favorite events. I mean... That's that's what you want to do. And I keep thinking about that tailgate, now At the, mm-hmm. the, the new tailgate deal that we're going to have on the 25th, our first one, Michigan and Roosevelt. Is, and you can buy your tickets at allchgo.com for that. But that's when you got that app. That's when you want the game time app. Yeah. Maybe you don't have tickets to the Bears game yet. Ticket prices drop. Especially on the day of. Yeah. Especially on the day of. Like almost never do you see a ticket like, shoot through the moon at the end right before a game. Mm-hmm. I could see that game against the Texans. Be a time to have that app. You're sitting at the tailgate, pop out the phone, boom, cheap ticket, great seat, you never thought you could get it. Right. I'm talking you into it, Cody. Well, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that
2: maybe I can find a way to go to that game, but if not, you know. It's the day after that Cubs event. It yeah, is. It would be. You could make yourself a weekend out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Weekend of a weekend of Chicago
0: sports. Mm-hmm. Something like
2: that sounds like a lot of pain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do we want to show your shirt, or we are we, Wait, saved, no, are we saving the shirt for? No, we can show it. That's I mean, the I, Texans game too, isn't it? Though? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Texans. Smith so, revenge so game.
0: Probably less. Probably less pain.
2: They better win that there day. The Bears better win that day. There should be no. Oh pain. Oh my God,
1: Matthew, certifiable says they're gonna, they can still win 80 games, just saying he's prepared for the spray bottle. Oh, yeah. so we almost did on that last segment. We yeah. had to get the spray bottle for you guys. No, no, no. Me and Matthew We're, just where are they shaking hands here. We're they're at 61.
0: 60, 61 and, <laughs> and 82 or something like There's that? There's 19 games left. Okay, so mathematically they can still win 80 yeah,
1: Mathematically <laughs> they can. They're not even eliminated Facts. yet, are they? Mm-hmm. Probably not. No, it wasn't the magic
0: so. number at four? The magic number was at four like yesterday or the day before?
1: Magic number for 63 is two. Well, that you only got to win two games. That's the only magic number I even oh. care about. 63, that's a major number. That's a major award if you can avoid 100 losses. I think they mm-hmm. kind of guaranteed that when Hap didn't get traded. Mm-hmm. Contreras, too, but, I mean, obviously he's been hurt. So it hasn't oh, this made. would have
2: been so much worse if Hap and uh, Contreras got traded. Yeah.
1: It or it for that matter, Smiley. Painful. Oh,
0: yeah. man. Yeah, Smiley got traded. Uh, if, if, I mean, if contenders woke up. And I mean, I don't know. Like, did they not see that he was a pretty consistent pitcher before the injury, and maybe that, were that that turned him off? It's like, oh, he just you know strained his oblique. It's not gonna be the same. And then he comes out and he's like, he's been even more consistent and even better than he was the first month and or two months of the season, whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know. It was to to not see him get traded. And I know he said that he he enjoys being here and wants to come back. And so that's a whole question for the off season, but. He's been pitching so well here, and I guarantee there are plenty of contenders out there that have to be like, "Damn, we should like we." How do could have got Smiley for? How do the
2: mutual options work? Like, does it just mean that if they both agree, if the Cubs and Drew Smiley agree that that they want him back or that he wants to come back or whatever, like, I believe is it just the same kind, con- like basically the same deal next year, or? I believe they'd both
0: have to agree, and it's whatever the option, like the the contract was. I feel like they. I feel like if they want to read, I guess I'm not as like I don't know the op like all that stuff particularly well, but I'm pretty sure the way it goes, they would have like if they don't agree on that salary, they don't agree on the mutual option, he'd become a free agent. They can't re- then then that- then that way they could resign him mm-hmm. at like a lower value or it's whatever. Just it not, is. It's
1: just not it's just not one sided. Yeah, and right. It, like on a team option, team has the, the, the player. Has no say in If they pick yes. it up, he's going there. And it's the opposite way with the playoffs. And it's the opposite. Op- this is just kind of like they both have to say yes. They they both have to. And think, from, yeah, from, from cool. what I read and from what I see, it's
0: like those mutual options don't don't often get picked up. It mm-hmm. often gets like if both teams want to like come back together, they it often becomes like them re pretty much not picking up the option, but then re like negotiating mm-hmm. a new deal. So I don't know. I I guess we'll see. If I feel like. I feel like if they if they want to bring him back, that maybe the route it goes, just you know, maybe maybe a two year two year deal instead of the one year, maybe uh, a little less money on the deal, but obviously a couple more year, whatever it is. Like I think that if they're gonna bring him back this offseason, that's probably what the route is gonna be. Yeah, but he's been good, man. Again, <laughs> there's gonna be there's a contender out there that's kicking themselves for not. There's worse guys they form.
1: could add to the rotation. Jack is uh, reading our mind. Did you guys see the Buster Olney article about? People expect Contreras to re-sign in a multi-year deal with the Cubs in the offseason. Uh did see that, Jack, and that's what we were, we were going to talk about here. Um, I have not. Okay, so, so Walker only is saying that the broad assumption is he'll get a qualifying offer from the Cubs. Well, we kind of knew that. Like, the Cubs aren't going to let him walk away without trying to at least get a draft pick back, right? So, that, as we've said, could stunt his free agent opportunities. So his market might not be as good and he, he wants to be here. And he's saying that rival evaluators believe he might actually stay for the Cubs. What percentage do you put on that? Like him returning to the Cubs, it doesn't happen very often. Like very rarely does that happen with a player, but mm-hmm. he does want to be here yeah. and being hurt at the end of the year is not helping. And if, if a team has to give up something, like draft pick wise, teams really value that right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. That the qualifying uh, offer hurts his market for sure. I don't, I don't know like a percentage, I or like how much stock I put into that. I do, I do. I would say that if he were to come back on a multi year deal, it is going to be below market value. But it's probably going to be below what he could get from another team. Maybe not like so far below, but it's just like. A multi-year deal for the Cubs to bring him yeah. back—it's gonna—it's—it's it's not gonna be like a high AAV or as high. As no, no. For can get. one year, it
1: totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah. For one year, in a hundred percent that scenario, definitely makes sense, right? Like, Amaya's not ready. He just hurt his ankle again. Like, even if you have Gomes back, it wouldn't hurt to have three guys like that. Well, you know, not even including Higgins. But
0: well, then that, and then you have Higgins, who can play multiple other positions. So he could play third. He could play first.
1: It's not the like. We've said we want him back. One year with Wilson really makes sense. The multi year deal part is a little murkier, right? Like whether or not they would actually sign him Mm -hmm. to a multi year deal. I could see them. I could see him back with the Cubs next year now more than I could have a month ago or two months ago.
2: Yeah. Well, two months ago, he was going to the All Star game, right? Yeah. And now he's been out with this injury and. He struggled in July, and I don't know. I I think it's more likely he's going to sign that qualifying offer.
1: Yeah, he'll bet take. On, I, think he'll take that, himself, I think he'll take that. I think he'll take that offer. And you know, Jack's saying, "Well, the the idea from Buster was that he's not going to get the Real Mudo contract offer he wanted. I don't know what he wanted, but I could see that his value might not be quite as high as it was." Early in the season, when he was tearing it up, you know he's showing some injury stuff here. At the end of the season, he is older, and that injury stuff's coming up with him. Still doing a lot of DH this year. There's still the questions about the way he calls well, a game. Yeah,
0: the injury. Well, that's what Jack Brown asks: Is like where does the perception of him being a bad defensive catcher slash pitching staff communicator come from? I mean, I think Around a lot the league, of league. Apparently, I think a lot of the bad defensive catching it, comes from like him not being a great great at framing. Yeah. Right. Which I mean, you know he has a great arm. He blocks the hell Umpires out of Umpires should just
2: be better in my opinion. Or robot umps That doesn't <laughs> yeah, even matter. Well, yeah,
0: if a robot ump comes it doesn't matter what he what he does. Um It's
1: like a first baseman trying I, to make it look e- like he was out. Yeah.
2: I yeah. think that you know the Cubs are in a position and I can't believe I'm saying this cuz I you it would have what I would have called what I'm going to say now would have the person the person I was four months ago would have thought that uh, what I'm about to say is moron. Uh Oh, so I feel (laughs) like now the Cubs are in a position where it is win-win for them because they can give him the qualifying offer. And if he doesn't accept any test free agency and he goes, I think that they will be fine because I think Yon Gomes has been fine. I think PJ Higgins has done fine in a backup role. And I also think, um, Miguel Amaya is going to be here sooner than I expected back in April. Uh, Coming off time, I like would that. like Contreras to be here to help develop a guy like M- Amaya, but it, 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 to me like and and this still saying like to me the Cubs should extend Contreras and you know give him. Like, I'm not saying pay him the real Muto trade or the real Muto contract, because clearly if the league isn't even considering that, then why should the Cubs do that? Um, I think that it on a short two or three year deal, that'd be fine with me, but I don't think giving him a five-year deal is going to, I don't think the Cubs are going to be happy about that in five years. I don't, I don't think, and I I don't think would either. And I, again, this is coming from a guy who four months ago, (laughs) <laughs> what I just said, the guy I was four months ago would have completely disagreed. And it's growth. I think that, That's growth. I think that Jan Gomes has really been a very nice catcher. I yeah. still think he's better as a backup, but the Cubs can go get another catcher of his caliber in free agency, too, that are, is probably more defensive oriented and, you know, works well with pitchers, like all those things that Jan Gomes does. Now the only thing about Contreras that like makes me want the Cubs to keep him really outside of the offense mm-hmm. is like he is beloved with the by the fan base. He's beloved by players in the clubhouse. Like the 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 mentorship he's been for guys like Christopher Morel and other guys. Like I feel like that means something. It definitely means something. So it's not like I don't want Contreras to be here. I just feel like now that we've kind of, we're we're here at the end of the year, I feel like the future of the Cubs success does not weigh on whether Wilson Contreras is here or not. And in April, I mean, we didn't have the season play out yet, so I didn't know, but at the same time, I wouldn't have thought that the future, the the sooner of the Cubs success would be surrounded by Wilson Contreras. I I thought that it would have, and now that we are here at this point, mm -hmm. I feel like it doesn't matter if he's here or not.
1: I think I agree with you that, like, a one-year deal or a two or maybe even three with opt-outs – for him or for the team like three at three is probably the max that i would i would think about but he may find out the market's not as good so maybe it's a possibility i do wonder you know we were just talking about the pitch framing and stuff how many games and and i'm not a numbers guy how many games has wilson caught since the all-star break we're talking about how great the era is for these guys Uh how many of those games belong to yon Gomes? and P.J. Higgins.
0: We can easily look that one up. Since the All-Star I'll break. let the numbers
1: guys look through it. I'm just, I'm just curious because we're saying, hey, they have one of the five best ERAs in baseball since the All-Star break, and we're talking about Wilson calling a game, pitch framing, all those things. And this may not even be a cause and effect stat, but I'm curious if there is some, like, glaring stat there where you say – Okay, well, that maybe does show something, or maybe it doesn't. Um, so, but I personally still would 20? like to see Wilson. Yeah, this call twenty. It, 20. Yeah. So twenty games.
0: Does he also breaks, well, I count. I, yeah. We both did it in completely different ways.
1: <laughs> oh, I
2: don't Fangraphs. Yeah, he actually—it's actually, actually kind of surprising. He does like most of August. He caught, he caught most games in August. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, in July, he did mostly DH because of the deadline. But right in August, he 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 had a a really long stretch from August third or from august 8th to august 30th where he caught every game that he played in i mean i think there's problems with the. there's
1: obviously problems with the cubs roster and you got to fix a lot of those and you got to add some really good players in the offseason and the guys need to develop catching has not been the problem for the cubs jan Gomes has been a great pickup wilson has had the best year of his career and okay and you got a pipeline of younger catchers that are coming up so it's not crazy to think that he's I know before we went from, like, you've got to keep him, you've got to keep him, but now I'm at least at the point where it's, like, makes a lot of sense if you can talk him into it, and for Wilson, it might make sense, too. Yeah.
0: I I, I was uh, going to say, I uh, this is a quick one, but I think just all in all, like, the Wilson, next year if you want to compete, Wilson is your best bet of, like, the catchers that are on the team right now. Agreed. Obviously. Yes. Long term, he... he there's probably maybe Miguel and is ready and like really ready to be a, an everyday catcher in two years. He may be a better bet than Wilson would be. Yeah. Like I don't, I, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like Wilson next year is mm. the best catcher on the team right now to help you compete. Yeah. I don't know if that's true for the next, the next couple of years after that.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think it was Luke in the chat. He said about Moises Ballesteros. He mentioned his name up there mm-hmm. too. And like, he he's been killing it in the minors this year. The only, Thing that sucks is that I believe he's in Myrtle Beach, so it's gonna take him a yeah, while and he's to really get really young. He's really young, like eighteen yeah. or nineteen, I think. Yeah. But he's already a top twenty prospect yeah, yeah. in the Cubs system. So like
1: the scouts right. and everyone's. That's why see, you don't need like a six-year deal. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That, obviously, that would not make sense. Right. So we get that. I guess for me, like
2: how much do the Cubs value his leadership and presence in the clubhouse? If they were to extend him, it's like how much do they value that? They clearly value that type of stuff because why else are you keeping around some of the guys that they've kept around this year, in my opinion, um, <laughs> Jason Hayward? Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, I like Matthew's comment where he said, you know, Wilson has to be here for the transition for the next, you know, winning ball club. I, hey, I, I would love nothing more than for Wilson to be here. I just don't think now the Cubs have to absolutely do whatever it takes to keep him here and when he was mashing baseballs in april may and june uh, before that cold streak in july mm-hmm. because of the deadline coming up like the guy was as valuable as any catcher in the league and that's where his value comes from is with the bat but anyone who thinks he's like a awful an awful or bad def- bad yeah, I catcher i don't think they've watched him enough like this guy used to throw guys out while catching john lester who lets guys get off the freak get mm-hmm. off first base like halfway to second? He he's great at throwing guys out. I'm sure the framing, whatever. Like, I I get it's it. It's improved. I mean, he's I prob- get it. he's
0: probably not going to be a full time catcher moving forward right. anyway. Like you already seen how how often he's DH this year, like right. Whether that's, you know keeping him healthy, you know, just making sure his bat's in the lineup when he needs a day I mean, because he he has. I remember doing a story back around the trade deadline. He like. From, like, when he debuted, like, the innings that he's caught since then. It was, like, out of this world, like, like, like if not at the top, very near. I don't remember. But it was, like, it was a lot of innings. So he has a lot of miles on his wheels. It would be. So he's probably not going to be a full-time catcher anymore. It'd
2: be cool or really huge if there was a way they could maybe transition him as a part-time, like, at first base or something like yeah. that. Like, he's an athlete. He could play first base. He's good at picking the yeah, ball. Yeah, but once right? MASH gets a lot, here. A
0: lot of it has to, has well, to do Yeah, I'm just saying it's just, just like I know, on I'm,
2: days they want to give a guy a day off yeah. at first base, but you want to get keep Wilson's batting yeah. lineup or just vice versa. Oh,
0: what if, what I mean? if Wilson is your platoon at first base with MASH Mervis next year?
2: We talk, we've been talking I, about
1: a platoon with him and wisdom. Well, then we I'd like to Wilson. see him come back and do a little bit at the end of the season, a little more of it, right? Like,
2: yeah, there's no sign that shows that they're going to do that. But like no. to me, like if the like if the Cubs really want to keep him around and try and get as much value out of out of him as possible, then yeah, you should try and transition him to another base whether it is first base, or I know they've played him in left and right field a few yeah. times during yeah. the golden era, but, like. I mean,
0: I mean we've seen you that with.
2: D.H.
1: Valois here, We've though. seen
0: that with all-star catchers in the past,
2: too.
1: <laughs> Stirring the pot. Stirring the pot, Stucky. We've
0: seen that with all-star catchers in the past. Joe Maurer is a big one that sticks out in mm. my mind. I think, did Posey ever? He Posey played yep. some first. He played some yeah. first later on in his career, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they, they've that done
2: overrated that. overrated guy down in St. Louis, the only one who's ever stayed a se- <laughs> uh, catcher.
1: Jack says why can't he be the Montero of the next great Cubs team? <laughs> Only obviously faster. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Faster will, than me. a little he bit hit, quicker. Will he hit yeah, as big. A, Mickey brought that ball leadership think, and so. like I he was a big part of that team in 15 yeah. I thought. Well, they so don't like, win
1: without him either. Yeah. In 15, right? Like Yeah. In 16. definitely 15, exactly in 16. 16 he had the yeah. grand
2: slam in the the NLCS the hit and the hitting and, the and then the game-winning well. hit technically in game 7. The, Two hits, that post. We, we are good. We are yeah. good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd love for Wilson to be here. Like I said, I just, again, I think the Cubs, we talk about, you know, in free agency, spending your money wisely. And uh, I think that you don't have to overpay for him.
1: No, I, I, I think that could be, it's hard to say, but it, it could be trending that way. Yeah. Right, yeah. and then it might be more realistic for him to stay. Right. We just don't know what they really talked about. Cody, what uh, football season here? What do you, what what kind of bet you got going? But week my two, friends, week two. My
2: friends, we're back tonight. We have another NFL game. I gotta week two is underway, guys.
0: I got to set right. my conference pool. Cody, take
1: your time on this read. I got to set my fantasy line. We are
2: riding, riding Kansas City uh chart and the Los Angeles Chargers under 54 and a half points tonight. Kansas City in, in, in and in the Chargers. The char- under 54 and a half points. Wow. Why? Why you may be asking? Um, well, so far the under is three and zero in primetime games this year. Also, since coming into the season, the under in primetime games had hit 61% of the time since 2017. That's a trend, folks. Uh that's not the only reason I'm taking the under. Keenan Allen's supposed to be out for the Chargers tonight. I think the Chargers' defense is pretty good, so I don't think Pat Mahomes is going to throw five touchdowns again. Uh, so, yeah, I like the under there. Anyway, football season, this football season, points bet is bringing you a better way to, to bet live on games. That means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out your live second-half bet over. Or second-half over bet, sorry. So whether you are on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today and sign up with CoCHGO to get your to to get your two, first two bets risk free up to two thousand dollars. Man, that that sentence is such a tongue twister. <laughs> if you or someone you know has a game problem, once help, call one eight hundred Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. So yeah, I like the under tonight. Uh, also on PointsBet today, I think they it's a it's I don't, I, I don't. I don't know if it's until uh kickoff, but they have a, they call it the points bet power hour. They, uh, you can bet. I think you can place a $20 wager or $20 same game parlay on tonight's game. And you get a $20 free bet back as well. So might check that out.
0: I actually, I did see that earlier yeah. on a points bet. And, it
2: and it's a, it's a, it has to be a same game parlay. So, uh, you know, $20. If you w- lose it, you still get a $20 free bet. So it's, you basically keep, you're basically doing it risk-free. So if yeah. you haven't even signed up on points bet, you can sign up on points bet. Use code CHGO. Using this code CHGO. Get those risk-free bets. And, I mean, why haven't you already done this as I'm talking? I'm right. giving you, like, the best deal right now, guys. I mean, shit.
1: So. I, got, I got a question. What's Very up? important. Uh, pause the Cubs talk for a millisecond. Jalen Waddle against Baltimore, right? Okay. Uh, Chris Godwin, questionable. He's out. I, he's out. He's uh, not, I think he's, not he's out. Commanded. Tyler Lockett against San Francisco or Darnell Mooney against Green Bay. I played Mooney last week and it bit who me. Was, have who Waddle. was the first one? Waddle, uh,
2: Waddle of the Dolphins. Mooney
0: Mooney's interesting.
2: Yeah. it will be better. The it's,
0: Packers for me, defense it's isn't as bad as they were last week. Like, yeah. The Packers defense
1: is. Should be good. Yeah, to me, it's Mooney Jair or
2: Alexander will probably be on Mooney. But I just think Mooney's going to be better than what he was last week. Yeah, he will be. No, and I know. Uh,
1: it, but, and I Waddle know. might not be as good, but. I think you got to go with
2: Mooney or Waddle. It's Mooney or Waddle. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. yeah. Everyone says Waddle on
0: there, and I was, I've been in agreement. Yeah. I'll go Jack
1: hammer, Waddle. Hammer, hammer Waddle. Hammer Waddle. Hammer him. Thanks,
2: guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> Shit we'll check in right. with Stucky's fantasy team on Monday. All right, I need
0: a third receiver in a three. In, <laughs> a, we go. Okay. in a three receiver league, do I do I put Robbie Anderson against the Giants, Rashad Bateman against Miami, or Devontae Smith against Minnesota?
1: What team was Give Fuller on, Jack?
0: What team's uh, Fuller on this year?
1: Devontae this is, Smith.
0: I think Devontae. He had a Hofer for last week. Robbie Anderson had twenty something points. I don't know um okay and i'm Gregory. going with waddle i, I keep, keep getting bait I've,
1: I've taken the chats advice on that
0: i gotta see it from Devonte aj brown went nuts last week i gotta see it from Devonte
1: all right i
2: guess i'll do my two
1: cents here <laughs> yeah cody go ahead take your take your 30 seconds to get the advice of the people all right
2: we got jarvis landry and my flex or dj Chark. Both, Both had good weeks last week. Who, who are they
0: playing? Saints so Oh, San- Saints and Bucks. Saints
2: are playing the Bucks and the Lions are going up against the Commanders. I uh, take the Lions guy. Chark did score a touchdown last yeah. week. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope he doesn't take a lot of points away from Amon or St. Brown. But,
2: <laughs> but,
0: my team, but Landry had like he had like eleven. Jarvis is he a deep a threat old... and Jameis likes to throw deep.
2: Is he a deep threat?
0: I thought it was at least median, like medium okay. threat. Like,
1: Landry. He, there's a double Landry in he's the not, chat. because he's not Thomas. Thomas is, is yeah. a slant guy. And, that's
0: true. And Jarvis Landry goes at least a little Jack further. Shark. And Jameis loves to throw the ball. He had like 11
1: know?
2: targets last week. So, you know, I I have Landry slotted in. No, Jarvis doesn't he's run a slant. He's, no, he's that's Mike, Michael Thomas. <laughs>
1: Michael Kolata. Last time it looked, the Cubs didn't need a receiver. Oh, not talking to the Cubs. <laughs> uh, we'll get back to it. We're going back to it. Uh, the Arizona Fall League roster is basically out the seven guys, right? We yep. now know the pitchers. Uh, all older relief pitchers who've done well at lower levels, but not like blown guys away. Zach Lee, 24, 16th round pick. Uh, Riley Martin is 24. Sheldon Reed, Bailey Horn is the guy they got in the Tapera trade. Yep. Yes,
2: he was drafted in the 2020 draft by the White Sox. I mean, that, the,
0: that one always gets forgotten about. Like, people yeah. forget that they, that they got that they also yeah. traded with the I'm Sox. I'm pretty excited, like, uh.
2: Our friend friend of the program Brian Smith was tweeting about Bailey Jay Horn Bailey last Horn night, last right? night. Yeah. He thinks that he has a chance to make it on the Cubs roster next year, which is kind of crazy.
0: He? Is he, um I just should I know. Well, 24. I know. I mean, he's in he double a, a, isn't
2: he? He's like twenty four, yeah, yeah. Double
0: A, I wanna say. Yeah, he's I think he's in double A. He
1: was so a Sox player, fifth round pick in twenty. Yeah,
2: I'll go find his tweet. Not um row five eligible. Oh, it's his last tweet actually. He says, uh So that's this is what he said on he said Bailey Horn has two pitches or he was two pitches from an Immaculate Inning in the seventh last night. High heaters around ninety-five were showing plus late life, got whiffs on two really good sliders, flipped in some curves in an inning prior. Their horn will use the Arizona Fall League as an uh, audition to be rule five to be rule five to or Cubs spring he, he is admirer. not real
0: five eligible though. So like I remember he kind of updated it in like a, oh, a yeah, yeah, recent not, tweet. Yeah. And, yeah okay. Yeah, but what um, they're looking at, the rest of it still stands. They're yeah.
1: trying to find their next Brandon Hughes in that type of group, right? Like they're trying to yeah, find so, yeah. F Ross, Brandon Hughes, a little older guys that are slightly older, but have something that makes you look at them and go. Let's see what we got. All right. Let, let's see what we have. Let's like extend their season. October 3rd yeah. to November 12th. We talked about it. Maybe we should be there. Um, for yeah. me, okay, those guys are exciting. I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to get out of that to see what might be a possible relief pitcher. I wanna see Mash Mervis. I wanna see Brendan Davis, I wanna see Miguel Amaya. Like those three alone are if if Amaya's okay after whatever happened with his ankle here the other day.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but Mervis and Davis alone are worth the price of admission. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now you throw in these these pitchers. An interesting time frame. Not gonna be worried yeah, about other baseball my, at that point. I
2: won't lie, this will probably be the first time that I'm really gonna tune into the Arizona Fall League in <laughs> yeah. like a long time. I mean, I kind of tuned in last year. I mean, remember Caleb Killian had almost a perfect game in the Arizona Fall League Championship, and uh, Nelson Velasquez, I think, won the MVP.
0: Yeah, and well, then Killian have like seven perfect innings or something like that? That's what I just game? said. Like, Sorry, yeah, I, was, he, I was looking at, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, he he had like a perfect game and <laughs> he Got me on that one. And then taken out, yeah. No,
0: yeah, and then Velasquez did win MVP. Yeah. And it, like Those are the uh, those are the like a lot of the breakouts happen there like. Yeah. Some guys some guys that you just don't think about and that's why when you look at these like four It's why like I've been like arms,
2: clamoring for them to play in Velasquez more all season. It's like the guy had a huge Arizona Fall League, he yeah. had a great end of the minor league season last year, and you call him up and you look at his numbers right now and they're not great. Well, he's not getting consistent at bats. What do you expect? I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. my two cents on that. Yeah.
0: As always. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Like you said, Luke, like the Brennan Davis, Matt Mervis, Miguel Amaya, if he's healthy enough to play in that. Like That's that, the headline. that that Yeah, that brings the <laughs> eyeballs. But then you also get to look at some of these less heralded arms in the system that – Aren't Caleb, Kelly and like Level-esque, or even like some, someone like, um, Luis Devers or something like that. Some of these top thirty prospects that you hear about a lot. I mean, uh, some of these names, like, um, I know, I, I know, I've seen Brian talk about Riley Thompson a good amount. Yeah. Um, but that was it Zach Lee. Zach, yeah, Zach Lee is one of the ones that are going right.
2: It's Riley Martin too.
0: Riley Martin, and then who's do we know the fourth? And then Bailey, Bailey Horn, Horn. We talked yeah. about Bailey Horn. Yeah, those are guys you don't hear about that often, but like. You got the Arizona Fall League and throw these guys in the mound and see what they do. And you're like, okay, like, these guys may move up the system a little bit if they have some success. Yeah. yeah, it's I mean, it's just a good tool to get obviously get guys, especially a guy like Brandon Davis who missed so much of the year, just keep them playing. Right. But it's also a good tool to like, hey, here's what we got. They may not be the, uh, at least on the pitching side, may not be the, the top guys in our system, but they we want to see something out of them.
1: Right. But if we're pitching trying to get you there or us there, to be there for the fall league, the headline to the bosses yeah. will be Brennan Davis, Mash Mervis, Miguel Amaya, yeah, right, and and then some pitchers that they're trying to find out about. Uh, I do want to, I do want to see what Jared Young's got the last couple of weeks. Jeez, it's it's going to be an awfully small sample size. You're not going to yeah. see a whole lot of him, but he's 27 years old. His minor league player of the year in 2018. Like I've seen, I think it was. Uh, Brian Smith called me. He's like a pure hitter, right? Is that, then he have like a 700 slugging percentage. It's hit 16 it, homers this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I thought that's one of a 15th round pick. Was, like I would, his on base and batting average aren't great, but he has plenty of power from, from what it looked from what I remember looking at. Um, 15th round pick.
1: Yeah. He's a 15th round pick. I think yeah. um, Herb Lawrence chiming in from the uh, CHGO Sox. Uh, With time to think about uh, Eloy for Horn trade now, still hate great power hitters? (laughs) Well, no, we have one. His name's Patrick Wisdom. You didn't want him. (laughs) You didn't want him. I'm done having that conversation. I will trade Fran Mill for Eloy. Sure, yeah, 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 I'd do that. I'll give you Fran Mill and and somebody else for Eloy. Cheaper. No, Bramel yeah, freaking he
2: uh-huh. he mashes, man. He hits the ball hard.
1: Now, turb says hard. good
2: <laughs> to 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 end the uh, Eloy. Wait, I was going to say the Primo Eloy coming Nico. back thing. I'm not saying the Cubs. <laughs> I'm not saying the Cubs need to even go get a player like Eloy. I'm just talking about in general. Would I trade for Eloy Jimenez? Yes, I would trade for Eloy Jimenez, and yes, I would probably, you know, consider. Nico Horner, if that is what they're asking, not saying I would do it, but I would consider it. But do I think the Cubs should be trying to get a guy like Eloy Jimenez? No.
1: What about Fran Mill, Cody Hoyer, and Nick Madrigal in exchange for Eloy Jimenez? I think they got to get another guy back with him.
2: That's a lot of years of control there that you're giving up.
1: <laughs> I would. But take, I mean, I, I guess I do. I man. would take Eloy because Fran Mill, it didn't cost you anything. And yeah. the other two guys... You got it for Kimbrel, so
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: One of them's <laughs> hurt. Like I if they take that for a lot, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in and feel a lot better about this. Definitely consider about that one. First first, this is the first time. The wow.
0: This is first time I've ever seen Michael Kulata be
2: like positive about something. Finally.
1: Well, Michael, Luke when he sees brilliance, he knows it.
2: Apparently. Yeah. Finally, yeah. Luke, good idea. Jack Jack's <laughs> telling me to stay off the weed. All
1: right. Now, is Michael saying, finally, <laughs> Luke had a good idea, or is he saying, finally, we had a good idea? Luke's great idea. I think he's saying you specifically. He's specifically saying, yeah. finally, Luke had a good idea. Yeah, he's been waiting all season but for see, it. See, now it's not as positive I feel as like I thought we're just, it was. we're
2: just flopping, like, injury-prone players plus Fran Reyes for, for yes. you know. That's yes. literally all we're that's doing.
1: That's right. Yeah. Well, they want to send us injured Alloy. We're going to send him <laughs> injured Madrigal. <laughs> yeah. Suzuki for Alloy, perfect DH. Michael says. Well, is just showing up. He's got to go oh, back. Wait and, a minute, that's not that's not the craziest. Similar. Deals. Well, say
2: say has no trade clause,
0: so
1: but yeah. he might he'd be staying in town. I guess, and he'd be going <laughs> to a more imagine. likely winner potentially next it's, year. Yeah,
0: that's true. But the the idea of getting well, I mean, he he's gotten the season to like adjust. I know that was like helpful, and that the Cubs weren't expecting him to come in and light the world on fire because they really weren't World Series contenders. So I think that, it, that helped, but I guess now that he's had the full year. If Saya is the
1: guy that you saw this season and doesn't get better than that, 100% on that deal. But he could
0: definitely be better. But, but
1: if this is his basement or his floor, yeah. uh, like you said, Cody, on, on Cody's side, he is a great hitter when he's healthy. Oh, he's,
0: he's an excellent hitter when he's healthy. Smoke smoke.
1: I, I I would I would roll the dice on Say for Aloy. Herb,
2: that's a right fielder that they've been needing for we've been years. we looking years and years. Been and years. The they've been needing a right fielder forever. I mean, I
0: hundred percent. I agree with, with with Gregory in that he. I definitely believe Say is going to improve. I agree. I, I do too, but Gregory. he's
1: never going to have the power that Aloy has. Well, no, that I don't believe no, that no, Aloy no. Aloy when he hits the ball, you know he hit the ball. That's true. I don't yeah. think he'll have like but do you, the exact, are, is, extreme. Are you saying loss?
2: that he, no. ke- are you saying though that Saya doesn't have 30 home run a year potential like
1: he did in Japan? No, I think he's more like a 20 25 maybe. Yeah. I was his, thinking that as he's well. gonna, he might hit, does he have 15 now?
2: Yeah, 15 or 16, I thought. Yeah. And he's been hurt maybe a little I'm bit. So I I can half, easily I
1: see him hitting 20. Yeah. I would say 30 would be really high.
2: Hmm.
1: whereas Aloy certainly could hit 30 homers
2: (laughs) oh my god we are
0: huh we've been sitting here for a while Uh, I looked up Jared
2: Young slash line 228 310 413 uh 90 weighted runs created I'm not expecting too much but hey I said that about uh Fran Reyes so come on man let's see something
1: (laughs) (laughs) um finally Albert Alzali coming back as a reliever out of options you excited to yeah. see I alive for a yeah, couple man, weeks Just yeah, see yeah. what's there. Yeah. If no. you
2: would have told me, if you would have told me before the season that I was was going to miss the entire year until the last two months or last, last two weeks of the year, then I would have told you they ain't winning 87 games, Luke. <laughs> then I would have told you, and I'm not saying that Albert Al's was the sole was going to be the sole reason this team was going to win, but that's a, like a, that's a huge arm that they've been, that they missed the beginning of the year and uh, i don't know i just they've really missed him yeah
0: i remember i mean i talked to um, tommy hadivy when they uh, cubs were in milwaukee a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um, you know just talking about adbert's kind of recovery and like oh is he going to be back and it was kind of this whole you know we don't want to rush him back we'd lo- i remember one of the things that tommy said was like we'd love to have him back here but we don't want to just bring him back here just to say oh he pitched in the big leagues this year he's fine it was like he could he could pitch the rest of the season in triple a and still be fine in my eyes we just don't want to rush it Mm. it looks like two weeks later things have gone well he's recovering well everything's good he's not feeling any pain anymore so i like yeah i am excited to see advert come back i know he's going to be in a bullpen role that's been what kind of we've been told it's just it's just nice to see him healthy. it will just be nice to see him healthy pitching at wrigley field again like that's you didn't want him to miss the whole year. This is a another important year in his development because you wanna see him you know, the the, the lefty righty splits are so drastically different that you wanna see him start bringing those back, you know, evening these evening those out. And so missing this entire year is brutal and you know, two weeks two weeks, three weeks isn't gonna change that. But you wanna see him have a little bit of, a little bit of success. Again, just like everyone else, a little bit of success, finish the season strong, go in the off season healthy, and then hit spring training in twenty twenty three. Healthy and, and hit the ground running.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Just need need him to just be uh just need him to stay healthy, man. I think he can be a really good useful piece in the bullpen next year at this point. Yeah,
0: if he's not starting, I I think he's one of those guys where we look at and is like he can be an effective multi inning guy if he's not gonna be in the rotation. I I think especially if you can find the right pockets for him, which David Ross does a lot. If he if he well, evening out the lefty righty splits is huge for him. But if, even if you could just find him the right, you know, six or five or six guy pocket of varieties that he can attack, like that's that's a good role too. And if that's if that's like his floor, that's a good floor for him.
1: Yeah, you I know? don't. I'm certainly not giving up on him yet. That's that's for sure. And not giving up on everybody that was here in the chat. You know, RWB coming on time team. today and
2: RWB team. This is like the first time we've seen him in the chat.
1: In oh, yeah, uh, RWB, w- where you been? He's the guy and you, he you comes knew, in all you the way. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Steve told me to say hello as well. Yeah. He did tell me to give a shadow. Comes in uh, all the way at the end. Uh, so.
2: Jack says, are we doing any collabs with DMVR for the Rocky series? I think we should get a hold of Susie or Patrick and see if they remotely join us Figure tomorrow. Figure
1: something out, yeah. yeah. I want to talk to a, the one, two, I, a 120, right? Yeah, Friday Do we have a pregame tomorrow or just postgame? I think we have a pregame. I'll tell assume. you right now. Ryan, you'll be at the ballpark? Do, I'll be at the ballpark. Usually we do have uh, 120 yeah, pregame. pre-game. Yeah, we do have pregame. So maybe one of them would like to come on. Yeah. You talk to them about of course, Chris Bryant. they're Bryan. doing pregame, too. I'd love to know what what the vibe is of Chris Bryant in Denver right now. Maybe a wager, since we're, like, even. <laughs> yeah, we'll send them Malort in the, in the mail, and they send us uh, not Rocky Mountain oysters. Anything else? Fair
2: what enough. else is popular out there? Coors Light? but I can get that here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah green, we,
1: green Chili. Okay. Oh, yeah, they
2: like
0: the
1: Green Chili. Green Chili's mm-hmm. good. We'll have to come. Maybe they'll have an idea. Right. Maybe we'll throw that out there. All right. Anyways, 120. We've been going for a while. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Don't forget the promo code CHGO when you sign up for those risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke, Ryan, Cody, see you Friday, 120.